Welcome everybody to episode 23 of Late Arrivals. Got it on the first try, didn't have to think about <laughs> it, you know, big big brain over here. But we got the four of us back this week. Um, I, I realized last week I didn't introduce myself. I said all of your guys' names and then just carried on like people know who I am. Did you really? Yeah. I was like, we got Chris, we got Jack, we got Lou, and then just started going right into it. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> I am your roast master. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have Lou, Chris, Connor, and myself, Jake, for those that uh, are listening new from inside the rink. If you are new here, we do this uh, every Tuesday or Wednesday because sometimes that date changes depending on the night that the Ducks are losing. But, you know, depends on the Duckies. But we have a nice, bulky episode tonight. Bunch of games that vary in terms of being fun and uh, being pretty shit. But you know, <laughs> yeah, it is pretty bulky, huh? Pretty, pretty thick. With two yeah. C's <laughs> or three C's. I'll, I'll go three C's. I didn't know where we were going with that. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. I, uh, she be she be thick. Let's get in. Let's get in there. I did a little too too much of the oh, on the okay. way home. <laughs> <clears throat> well, before we get started, um, how are you feeling about the new Metallica song, Connor? I liked it. I thought I thought it was good. Yeah, if you haven't, for the listeners out there, if you didn't know, uh, Metallica uh, on it was Monday morning, right? Monday or Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, so this past Monday morning, uh, Metallica just kind of dropped a whole bombshell of news on everybody. Uh, they said they're uh, putting out a new album, which will come out on uh, April 14th, 2023, so a couple months away. They announced a whole brand new world tour to come with it, and they put out a new song on the album called Luxie Turner. And uh, yeah, it was it, it was cool. It was kind of a throwback to, you know, the Kill 'Em All days, like the new wave of British heavy metal kind of vibe, just to you know, a short, quick thrash song, you know, sounded like something that, you know, like Judas Priest or, or a Diamond Head might do. So I, I, I liked it. I thought, I thought Lars sounded really good. I thought James' vocals sounded really good. And yeah, it was a good, it was, it was a good little, uh, a good little taster. I thought, what'd you think? I liked it, but it feels weird that there is a Metallica song shorter than six minutes. True. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. Should I think, I think even Hardwired was uh was like a little bit closer to six minutes this, this is, is like this is actually this is one of their shorter songs of all time i think it i believe is the shortest because really? like the second or what was the shortest was like a good i think like four and a half minutes or something and it was on yeah. kill em all that's right yeah that sounds about right so but they're they're a bunch of old guys so <laughs> you know not not the young bucks they used to be are you uh, are you gonna try and get tickets? Because after seeing the presale prices today, I'm uh, I'm kind of pulling the plug on that dream. 
I mean, not not right away. I'll kind of see what happens with tickets over the next couple of months. I mean, I'm kind of a piece of shit. I'll, I'll probably just, oh. probably I'll probably end up caving. <laughs> but, I don't know why my laugh came out like that, but yeah. <laughs> no, okay. no, I'm a piece of shit when it comes to that. I always cave. I don't I don't have a I don't have good I don't have good willpower when it comes to my favorite band. So, um, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see how it goes. I probably will at some point, but not like right away. My big issue is the fact that you have to buy both days. If you're get if that that's at least kind of what I think. Like it seems like you have to have both nights to have a ticket unless you're buying pre-sale. From I, don't what know. I understand from what I understand, it you only buy a single ticket and the ticket is good for both nights. Like you're essentially paying for a two-day pass. See that that kind of makes it a little more reasonable, but I also refuse to give money that supports Five Finger Death Punch, and them being <laughs> so finite too is just kind of what sours me. I mean, the the the. Uh, I mean, shit, can you even call it Pantera? Like, I don't. Like, yeah, exactly. Don't, yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like, part of me is in the same boat where I'm like, you know. You can justify it one way or the other and be like, okay, it is two nights. You get two different sets, which is a thing that I commend Metallica for doing. Like they change it up and they try and do entirely different sets. And I mean, we know they have the, the capabilities to do that with how much music they've put out over the years, but like. Right. And, and, and their stage design kind of helps because it's all video screen. So they can just, you know, they can pretty much just kind of change up the set however they want. Yeah. It's not, you know, they're not. It's not some like Iron Maiden where everything is still kind of like actual like manual physical props and you're kind of like like you're kind of shoehorned into whatever set list you pick for the whole tour. So yeah, but you know it's two different shows, two different bands. But yeah, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be it's good that Metallica's putting out new stuff and uh, it's good that they're coming back around again. I'm excited. I just pray pray for our wallets because at <laughs> yes, some point yes. one of us will cave and. I'll say it'll probably be Connor first, but I know at some point <laughs> it, it we'll will one hundred. It will one hundred percent be me first. I think we'll get like care. the month before the show, and it'll be like, oh well, you know, there's still there's still seats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you really the, can't. Uh, you should uh, you should put the new song as like the intro, the outro for the pod, <laughs> and immediately get copy get a copyright <laughs> strike. We just got merch. Let's not get in trouble. that's true yeah yeah (laughs) well since last week we do have something fun to talk about the ducks finally won a game in regulation they did that and they beat the rangers to do so which i don't think any of us had on our uh on our bingo card of first team to lose to the ducks in regulation surely we've won all our games since this has happened right (laughs) yeah dude we've been on a burner I told you the new wagon. Good. The new Good. wagon. I'm really glad we turned it around after our first regulation win against the Rangers. I'm really glad that, that happened. Yeah. That was just <laughs> oh. the beginning. With their first regulation win, the Ducks avoid setting the all-time NHL record for most games played without a win. So the Coyotes still are Thank the God. bears of that record. Yeah, Coyotes can keep it. Would we say this was their most complete game of the year? Because not in the third, it wasn't. 
I was going to say the third period seemed like it was just chaos and kind of clinging to life. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I only, I only really saw the first and second period of the Rangers game. So um, yeah, I mean, I mean, we looked, we looked really cohesive coming out in the first, you know, in the first 40 minutes of that game, you know, everyone was playing well, you know, Terry, <laughs> Troy Terry was Troy Terry, Trevor Zegers was Trevor Zegers, you know, defense was playing somewhat staunch. Um but yeah, from what I mean, from, just from the little bit of the third period, I saw we we just completely <laughs> almost caved ourselves in. Yeah, you got to keep it interesting. Yeah, yeah. we always do. We like to keep <laughs> yeah, that everyone. Was, that was John Gibson's probably best game of the season. Oh man, he was really good that night. Yeah, Gibson. Um, yeah, either either that game or last night against Nashville. I'd say I'd say we're probably Gibson's. And we'll shout we'll, out Gibby. We'll uh, we'll touch on the Nashville game, but. Shout out, Gibby. <laughs> well, the fun was short-lived because the <laughs> very next game was probably the Ducks' worst, which is hard to say in a season of pretty terrible and shitty losses. But Ducks follow up their first regulation win with a 5-1 loss to the Ottawa Senators, which I, I don't know if we can really be mad at losing to ottawa because it was essentially the bedard bowl game and you know whoever lost is in a better spot for bedard at the end of the day so whoever uh, lost but then again but then again like i don't even know if it was truly the bedard bowl like yeah i know ottawa hasn't really had a great start to the season but i'd say they're a better team than us right now i think i think they'll eventually turn it around uh yeah, they do, Luke. Because I think uh, the Debrinket. What did they trade for ADB? Uh, it was the first. Um, it was the seventh overall last year, and then a second. It was something weird. It was like the first, the second, and like another second or something like that. It was. Uh... Yeah, because remember when Debrinket got traded, everyone was like, that, "What the fuck? That's all it took." Uh, <laughs> let me get the exact. Clap. The classic late arrivals were live looking something up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me get the exact uh, trade. The exact details of everything. The exact details. So uh, Chicago, is- Black- Chicago Blackhawks traded Alex Dabrinkit to the Ottawa Senators for three draft picks. Chicago received last year's first, which was the seventh overall, um, and a second round pick, um, and a third round pick in 2024. So a first, a second, and a third was all it took to get Alex Dabrinkit now. Last year's first. Yeah. first or light yeah so they from what i understand i think ottawa still has their first for this year um for now so yeah you know i think i do think the sens are a better team than us i think i think they're a little bit more they're about a year a year or two more into their rebuild than we are you know they got they got a little bit better active playing talent on the back end right now or at least a back end that's playing better than ours is <laughs> a back end that know? doesn't have yeah. Shattenkirk on it. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> or, an, or, or an underperforming John Klingberg, or you know, or no Nathan Beaulieu. Um, I was hoping yeah, for the game, I was hoping was for just, the Larson uh, revenge game, but we were we were yeah. spared that. That's true. That is true. Yeah, he's back in Sweden. Um, yeah, that game was tough, and it was even more tough to be at <laughs> i was so i was glad i was a couple uh i was a couple drinks uh, I, came, I came straight from i came straight to that game from watching usa england and yeah I had already had a couple brews so it was i was about like, to say at least you were 
at least you were a couple yeah. deep. It was one of those games where you're just in the stands and like you're just, you're just playing so shit and they go up or and they go down three nothing. Like the fourth and fifth goal, like we literally we all, me and my cousins we just turned to each other and laughed when the fourth and fifth goals went in because <laughs> we were just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like <laughs> you threw your head heads back and laughed. Yeah, but it's just you know it's it's just. It wasn't anything different to the way we've been losing games this year. It just, it was just a greater example of it. You know, yeah, yeah. the same mistakes that we're making on defense. You know, the lack of structure in our defensive system. If it, if you can even call it a defensive system, I'm, I'm not, I'm not even sure if there even is a plan on defense for this team that, 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 uh, that Aikens and his staff are running. It literally just looks like six headless chickens running about, or seven when we when we when we decide to go 11 seven um literally it looks like six or seven headless chickens running around out there like yeah. just nobody knows what they're doing it looks like nobody's having an assignment it looks like they're playing man-to-man but then at the same time it's like everyone is just so focused on their man that they don't see what else is going on in the play and everyone just gets yeah. so like n- there's no adapt there's no there's definitely a, yeah. a lack of communication pretty much everywhere on the ice whether yeah lack of communication on the ice and and i mean i mean perfect example of of the goal we lost last night's game on so i know i know we're two games before that so we'll touch on that later but yeah it's just it's it's just a whole lot of not looking like we have any sort of plan out there and then when we are out there not a whole lot of communication and ottawa tore us up and tore us to shreds we were exposed Mm -hmm. by them little freaks in ottawa yeah yeah, that game uh, kind of annoyed me, and I don't really get annoyed at the Ducks, but that, yeah, that, that game kind of annoyed me. Yeah, you yeah, hear that? Ducks playing so stupid. And I don't think Stolarz really made any egregious errors that game. You know, maybe maybe one or two of the goals he maybe he maybe should have one hundred percent had, but I don't think that's on him at all. I I I just thought I thought we came out extremely flat. I didn't. I, it was kind of sad. <laughs> like it was one yeah, of those was, games where yeah, like yeah. the build like I was in the building. And it was just quiet and dead and lifeless. Like nobody was even booing. <laughs> you know? It was one of those games. It was just it, it was everyone was numb. Def- it was a very deflating game feeling as a fan, and I'm sure feeling for the players coming off that great win that you had two days before, where you held it down in the third period. You know, you did the Jose Mourinho park the bus, whatever you did in the third to hold it on, and it, you did it. And it worked and you got it and you're like, okay, cool. We got over the hump. Like, you know, you know, we're off, uh, we're off the camel's back or whatever the phrase is. And then you come out and you get shit kicked five to one. <laughs> like, it's just, they don't like early very, games. Like, it's almost kind of a telltale story of how the season has gone so far. Cause it's, cause it's almost been like for every like good thing that's happened, there's been like two other things that have happened that bring us two steps back. <laughs> Yeah, like we're like, okay, cool. Or if it's something with the lineup, we're like, okay, cool. This is happening. We're like, mm-hmm. hey, Aikens made this change in the lineup. Then it's like, but he has Bully and Shattenkirk to the Bully and Shattenkirk together, and he scratched Regenda. Yeah, and it's always it's like, something. It's just yeah, like we can never take one step forward and just stay there. It's always something that either brings us right back to where we were, or we take two steps back. It just we'll win. We'll win our second regulation game, and then like Zegris gets kidnapped or something. Yeah, it'll be like yeah, like really dramatic, you know. Yeah. 
And what was up with the Senators head coach challenging the Ducks goal with like two minutes to go when they were up I don't five know. nothing? That, that was that pissed you me can, off, dude. You, he wanted the <laughs> shutout so bad for Murray. Yeah, I was just wanted the shutout. I mean, <laughs> still left. That, that that was not annoying. Murray. Was it Murray? Yeah, Murray. No, Matt Murray's on the the Leafs. Fellow. Oh yeah, he is on the Leafs. Can, Who was it? Put some respect on Cal, Cam oh, Talbot's it was, it was, name. It's Cam Talbot. It's Talbot. Yeah. He plays was, one good game at Anaheim every season. It's always at the beginning of the year. So that's that's true. Well, they just it's need just, to hold his pads. Yeah, there was no pad holding. I was really disappointed. Yeah. Well, there was no it, pad holding crease action. There was nothing. At least one positive to come out of that game was Max Jones gets the lone Ducks goal, and he's really been trying. Yeah. He. I'd say between Jones and Regenda, like they're probably like the, the two hardest working guys right now outside of the top line being the entire offense right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's nice to see Jones kind of rewarded getting a goal finally. Um, especially after last season being so short for him. Yeah. But the very next game we get a Game of high, very high highs and very low lows uh, against the Kraken. Wind up losing five four in that game. That was start- exciting. That Kraken, that Kraken game, and I think he, because I know I wasn't on last week. Okay, by the way, last week, quick shout out to our writer Jack for filling in for me last week. Did a bang Hello, up, Jack. Job. Awesome listen last week. Good job, buddy. Um, you, because I was listening back. I was listening back to the pod last week after it dropped. Um. <laughs> And I think you guys talked about it. I think some, Chris, it may have been you that said it, but I think we were, you guys were talking about like what we were expecting from the team, you know, when we were talking about the season in preseason, like, you know, kind of what we were expecting games to be like, how we thought the season might go. And somebody made the comment of like, you know, we're expecting a lot of, you know, high scoring games that we either win 6-5 or 5-4 or lose 6-5, 5-4, like whatever that is exactly that game the kraken game where we lost five to four that is exactly the type of game that i had in mind for this season going into it yeah high scoring whole lot of gas no breaks everyone it's just like nobody knows what to do with their hands type of thing like (laughs) yeah that's what i thought that game was a lot of fun and i I thought there were a lot of positives in that game Mm. um there were a couple there were a couple really big defensive errors like on the vince dunn goal Oh my god! Um, yeah, yeah, and 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 the Zegras and Bolu errors that led to uh, uh that led to the Daniel Sprong goal that ended up winning it. So, um, yeah, you know, it's it's just yeah, you start the game rough and then you have a great second period to come back in it, and then you just kind of and then you, you know you're gaining that momentum, and then you come out, you start the third good, and then, then you just slowly kind of crumble and wither <laughs> away. Just basic mental <laughs> mistakes and just basic this. Like we touched on in the Ottawa game, like just the same mistakes that we just keep making in defense over and over again. Lack of a structure, lack of a plan. Um, you know, you have guys like Shattenkirk, you know, Bolu and Shattenkirk are still out there together. We know it doesn't work. The coaching staff should know it doesn't work. Just mm-hmm. continually, continually caved in night after night after night. Well, some positives from that game. The power play scored three times, which go buy your lotto tickets now. Yeah. Uh, Zegers, three-point game. And the uh, injury that Gibson (laughs) seemed to have suffered on the game-winning goal wasn't as uh, serious as it could have been because he played last night in their 2-1 overtime loss to the Predators. 
Uh, not gonna lie, it didn't sound like a whole hell of a lot happened in that game. The, the um, Preds game, yeah, it was. It game. was. Yeah, it was a lot of just skating up and down the ice. I didn't see like, the game last night. I wasn't watching. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was a game. You know, hockey was played. Yeah, we didn't. Um, we didn't. We didn't look great. We didn't look bad. It was just kind of like you know we. It just yeah, literally, Chris. It looked like it looked like two teams playing hockey, <laughs> and that was pretty much it. It kind of looked like you no know? one wanted to win. It was just like, yeah. hey, let's just skate around for sixty minutes and see what happens. Yeah. Good yeah, yeah. uniform uh, matchup, though. It was a very good uniform matchup. Good uniform matchup. I mean, Terry with another goal. I mean, do I mean, by far and away, continues to be our best player. Daddy Terry, man. Yep. Continued continuing to get carried by Troy Terry, and then yeah, you know. You know, good. You get a point. You know, you establish a point. You get it to overtime. But then, you know, just another mistake. You know, on the on the game winning goal that Yossi ended up scoring. You know, pucks in our own end. Um, you know, Zegers gets it on the wall. He looks to the corner and he just tosses it into the corner. He expects Colton White to be there. Now, Colton White had already bombed up the ice for a change, which he probably yeah. should not have done. But at the same time, Trevor Zegers needs to know where his teammates are. Yeah, and he can't. Like he just can't. He can't. He needs to have that awareness and he needs to know, especially in three on three overtime when any, when there are just continuous open pockets of ice for that yeah. entire five minutes. And you can't just be tossing pucks without looking. Yeah, so it was, that was pretty bad. Yeah, it was, I thought it was a little bit more on Zegras than it was on white, you know, definitely a bit, definitely a bit of a, a bit of a premature change. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, it's yeah, another I mean, thing I mean, with the I mean, lack. You know, a rookie, but like we've talked about it all the time, rookies and young players are going to make mistakes like that. Yeah, you know, and they'll and they'll learn. I'm terrified knowing Dallas Eakins is behind our bench of what of how if he's going to punish Zegers next game or if we'll be. I'm oh, terrified God. if he's going to be like on the the fourth line left wing or whatever. But he swapped with Grant. Yeah, we'll see. It, it, overall, the game against the Predators last night it wasn't entirely like bad but you just leave a lot to be desired because you know the game was just lost on a big mental mistake like that so it's like you know Mm -hmm. could we have ended up winning that game yeah you know but but yeah that that was more like we were talking about with the lack of uh communication that that game like showed it so much just throughout the entire game just there's like no one talking it it seems like no one's talking to each other on the ice and they're just kind of trying to go with what they feel or however you want to put it. And it's not working out very well and it's leaving people. Right. Yeah. And it looks like, you know, like when a, when a goal gets let in, what I've noticed and not, not, not all the time, but I've noticed a couple of times a goal gets let in. It's a lot of players kind of looking around at each other. Like, is that you, you know, like (laughs) it's, yeah, it just just kind of leads back to like, is there, like, what is the defensive structure? What is the defensive plan? If there even is one. Yeah. You know, because it right now it literally just looks like they're just telling them to go out there and play. Yeah, it just looks like, you know, backyard stuff, backyard really? puck. Like, here you go, here's a stick and a puck. Like, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah well, like, when we said vibes over results, we didn't mean on the ice, too. That was kind of <laughs> that just... was just supposed to be in the stands. Thank you yeah. very much. <laughs> that was more like, oh, cool. Like, oh, no, we lost six to five. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> we have good, hard, good odds for Bedard. Oh no, we played well and lost. But yeah, no, like it's a little more frustrating when you're playing this bad and losing, you know. Yeah. And it just yeah. looks like, and it's not like you're playing like, yeah, it's just 
I mean, we've touched on it a bunch already just because, you know, not a whole, not really a whole lot has changed over the past couple of weeks. And that's where the frustration lies. It's like, you can only really talk about it so much and you hope something is different. You hope something changes, but the grand reality, not a whole lot of real adjustments are being made by the staff. Yeah. And that's where the, and I think that's where the bulk of the frustration is with the fan base right now. I agree. Yeah. That at least from just change something like just something. Mm-hmm. like it's almost like like they say the desk the definition of an idiot or whatever is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result like and that that is literally what it looks like we're getting with Eakins and his staff insanity insanity yeah insanity well, you can also call him an idiot well, if I'm, you also want. Gonna, I'm also gonna call him an idiot based off of how this has gone so we'll use <laughs> that's fine an insane the definition of an insane idiot is an NHL coach that <laughs> Well, another positive, we salvage a point, and Rakanainen makes his team debut for the season. Um, It's good to see him back out there, especially because his injury during the preseason was very scary. Yeah, yeah. very scary. Great to to see him back, and, and, you know, hopefully, you know, that's a small shakeup in the defense that you hope, you know, will maybe shake things up just a little bit, Um, you know. If anything, Vakanainen coming back hopefully means that Nathan Beaulieu is now out of out of a regular roster spot. So, you know, let's hope he just continues to be healthy scratched. Um, you know, I know we harp on Beaulieu, like I know we harp on Nathan Beaulieu a lot, but he is just not good. <laughs> like there's no there's no there's no if ands or buts. There's no there's no two ways around it. What are you gonna say, Lou? I said John Klingberg's still out too. So mm-hmm. he's gonna take somebody's spot when he comes back. Yeah. I was going to say before before we uh, move on, go back to the Kraken game really quick. How did you feel about Sprong doing the I can't hear you goal celebration? I didn't see that. Okay, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't really care. (laughs) All right, man. His three goals as a duck will forever be remembered. I know. I feel like he he remembers it a different way for some reason. (laughs) I think there's a little disconnect there. Yeah, I was going to say, it kind of feels like he's – Mad at the wrong person because yeah. if anything, be mad at Bob Murray for yeah, kind of fucking you around. Yeah, I'm. But then again, like he, like he may not even be up to date with what's been going on in in the. Oh yeah, so yeah. he may just be like, oh whatever, and who knows? Maybe something happened when he was here that caused him to not come back that we don't know about. You know, you yeah, never maybe. Know, so, you know, I mean, hey, go go live your life, King. <laughs> it's fine. I didn't. It didn't really rub me the wrong yeah. way. I don't care. <laughs> It's just random. It was, yeah, I wasn't, I was not expecting it. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, it'd be different if it was like Shea Theodore, how yeah, even yeah. like Brandon Montour. Like, if, if it was, if Shea if it was, Theodore did that, that would sting a little bit. It would. Yeah. It would. Cause it's like those were guys that like probably that would bring me to my knees. Those guys <laughs> should probably still be ducks in a perfect world. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's going to hurt if it's a guy like that. But fucking Daniel Sprong, who had like, nine points as a duck yeah like like i know okay cool dude yeah like i know he kind of became like a little cult hero kind of thing like a pontus aberg type guy but yeah you know it is what it is whatever he scored one nice goal and it was on Corey crawford who retired like after that season (laughs) like okay man yeah i wish you all the best in seattle but leave leave us out of it we didn't do (laughs) anything to you yeah (laughs) No, no skin off my nose, man. It's okay. <laughs> or if like, if like Raquel comes out and does that, 
Yeah, oh. yeah, that'd be a little lie. <laughs> it has me. it has very heavy fifty cent vibes. Why do you say fuck me for? <laughs> you say fuck me for? I say, say fuck me for. <laughs> well, we had something interesting yesterday. Drop. Uh, Pat Verbeek spoke with uh, Alexis over on the Duck Stream on his uh, own show, The Beaker. Did they and change the name? Did they? I thought it was always no, where I thought it was. No, I, think, I think it's always been the beaker. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, carry on. But uh he spoke in in a pretty short little little interview kind of about the state of the team and how he feels. And I will say it's very nice to hear that he's not so much frustrated like us, but he had a little bit higher expectation for this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also feel like he was realistic in saying that there's a lot of gelling that still probably needs to be done because there is a lot of fresh new faces all playing with each other. Um, it mm-hmm. is pretty hard adding, I mean, off the top of my head, I can think of, you know, seven, seven new players to the roster. Yeah. You know, at least between your, your free agent signings, having Regenda on his, his entry level, picking up like leasing off of waivers and, you know, we can go down the list of all those guys. So like, I, 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 the least respect that he's kind of looking at it from both sides of, you know, the team should be doing better because realistically the talent on paper is there, mm-hmm. but at the same time, he knows that it's just not going to all kind of be thrown at the wall and stick. Like yeah. there, it goes back to all the things we've talked about over the couple of weeks of, you know, the team's not gelling because of weird coaching decisions, but at the same time, like you also have to account for a lot of these guys are playing with each other for the first time this season. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, it was a, it was a Me short too. little thing with him, but he at least was open and honest and it's very transparent mm-hmm. and it's not like, it's, it's so not nice the days of, it's not the days of having just very vague, bob murray quotes that mm-hmm. you know got leaked through somebody that he said you know like somebody around honda center like it's very to the point it's posted everywhere it's open and honest not just like stuff will be done yeah yeah because yeah, because like with murray we only heard from him like what the at the end of the season every year or pretty like, much it was like at maybe like uh the end of the season and then like the season ticket event, like the select the seat thing, they would always have like a sit down with him then. And that's when you'd get like these quotes from him. But other than that, we didn't hear anything from that guy. Like we don't, we didn't know what the hell he was doing half the time. So it is yeah, nice the, to have the, something the like that. The transparency, like Jake touched on, it's just, it's so important to have, especially mm-hmm. in this day and age, you know, when, when there are so many outlets that teams can reach their fans on and mm-hmm. fans have such a more active voice you know, towards their team and they want to know stuff and they want to know and fans want to know answers, you know, fans of a team in our situation right now where, um, you know, there, there was a lot of discourse over the past couple of days between, you know, what actually was Verbeek's plan going into the season? Was he always just embracing the tank? You know, did he have mm-hmm. higher expectations? Um, you know, he did say in the interview on the beaker that dropped with Alexis that, that you know he did think that we'd be at at or at least kind of close to 500 right now mm-hmm. so you know i mean i mean take that as they may i 
you know, Verbeek says that that's what he thinks. In my opinion, I think whatever his plan was, if that truly was his plan this year, I think it was always going to be extremely loose. It was mm-hmm. never going yeah. to be like a hard set. Oh my God, you know, we're at 500. I need to, I need to start trading guys right away, or I need to make a coach, or I need to make a coaching change right away, or I'm yeah. like freaking out about it. He sounded disappointed and frustrated, yes, but nothing I heard from Verbeek indicated panic to me. So that tells me that he's just like, well, you know, that may just be how the season goes. And I think that's how he should have approached it. Regardless. Anyway, you know, mm-hmm. you know, like we preached it so many times. There's the the wins and losses don't matter this season. You know, our 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 guys taking the right steps forward that they need to. And that's really all all that needs to be done. It's another it's another year to the rebuild. Um yeah. you know, did we did we maybe um you know, did we maybe overestimate what this roster could do together a little bit in the preseason? Yeah, I think so, and I think we we'll sure all admit that we were, and I think we'll all <laughs> admit that we were wrong in our in our early evaluations and our early prediction on the rosters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and but again, like that's okay. It doesn't mean that our future's fucked. Like yeah. people, like it's very hard to not be short-sighted when things come to this i get it i understand you know it's seeing a bunch of losses in a row sucks going through an early part of the rebuild sucks you know not seeing your team get a lot of wins sucks seeing your team not play well sucks of course but everyone just needs to take a breath now and then and look at the big picture and look at the long run we're still set up perfectly for the future Mm mm-hmm and it can be set up even and if the season continues the way it goes and you know and we somehow end up with a top five pick like that's that that sets us up even better like yeah i know i've said it a bunch of times and we'll touch on it later in the year but this next draft is stupid it's stupid stupid good these first boy. top 10 picks are dumb we're and like silly we're gonna get silly for we're getting silly for fantilly baby boom <laughs> boom um yeah but you know you know i thought i i know we kind of got sidetracked a little bit there from the from the verbeek interview but yeah i thought i thought it was really good to hear and it was really good to hear him uh to hear alexis you know ask him about um a couple different prospects Mm -hmm. uh, that have been playing this year and kind of how we thought of him um i thought it was kind of cool to hear how he thought he sees uh noah warren and pavel minchikov as a future pairing down the road i thought i thought that was pretty cool to hear yes um and I do like that Alexis brought up uh, Jackson Lacombe and Henry Thrun. And, you know, of course, you know, a, G- a GM is never going to come out and say, no, I don't think we can get these guys signed if that's really, you know, if that's the real situation. Hmm. But it was good that he at least said, you know, yeah, that's still the goal is to get both yeah. of these guys locked up before, before I think it's like August 10th or something like that. I think so, yeah. Uh, 2023 when, when, when they could technically become free, free agents if they haven't signed with us. So. And with how Jackson Lacombe has been playing, like I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with how with how he's been playing in Minnesota this year, but he has arguably been the best defenseman in college hockey this year. Yeah. So that's that is something that th- this defensive court could really need. And you got to remember because these college kids, he's I think he's either a super senior now, um, and he's in his fifth year, or he's just a or he's just a regular senior and he's in his fourth year. But that means you know he's a little bit older. You know, he's 21, 22. So if he signs and he's playing with us next year, you know, it's not like a freshly drafted kid who's 18 Mm -hmm. years old, who's like just getting thrown into the NHL. You know, this is a guy who's 
you know, he's probably matured a little bit more. His body has started to mature a little bit more than it would, you know, like a 17, 18 year old type of kid. So yeah, you hope, I mean, and especially looking at this decor now, <laughs> you hope you can get those guys signed um, Yeah, to, to, to hopefully start making an impact on this team starting next year. But yeah, I thought, I thought overall it was, it was a really fun interview to, a really fun interview to have and i'm excited to get more throughout the season and that's like a that's on. a monthly thing isn't it yeah i think so yeah yeah okay. yeah a nice little a good little monthly update from your gm via a podcast is something <laughs> i don't know if really any other teams have so this yeah, is this was, is really great cool. yeah the whole yeah. the whole duck stream thing is just so great i mean all the all the different podcasts they do it's a it's a lot of fun yeah well it's yeah. nice it's on a podcast and it's not a quote taken out of context. It's coming straight from him. It's not mm-hmm. like, right. it's not it's like, like, it's like an athletic article where it's just Eric Stevens. Like, Oh, I talked to Pat today and he said this. Like you can literally watch the video and it's Pat Verbeek like talking into the microphone. Yeah. yeah. Or, or like listening to 32 thoughts and it being, you know, the headline because it's yeah. being misconstrued or taken out of context, like yeah. what have you with it. It's, it's straight, just- straight from the source. Yeah. Which is Jeff Merrick being like, so I'm hearing through my neighbor's <laughs> aunt's dog that, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, if you haven't checked it out already, uh, it's about a 14 minute listen or watch, depending on the platform you're you're looking at. Um, it's a worthwhile really listen. Yeah, it's really good. So it is the best part of the episode when it comes to the duck stuff. We get to name our three stars for the week and our lame duck. I think I'm going to be controversial with the lame duck. Oh, lame boy. duck. All right. Oh, so boy. three stars. I'll go. So my third star. I'm actually going to give. I'm actually going to give it to Colton White. Just because he stepped up and he's and he's been a pleasant surprise. He's been a sturdy piece for a very non-sturdy. <laughs> defensive group so far this season so shout, shout out to colton white for continuing every time he gets to play playing well um my second star i'm gonna give to mason mctavish you know he, he he's continuing to get put in that center position albeit yes it's with max jones and brett leeson you know not the most complimentary players um but i mean night in and night out. i mean i mean it's it i think it goes without saying yes he's being listed as the fourth line center every night on the lineup sheet but He's the second best center on this team right now. Yeah. And and he's continuing to show it. Um, so, you know, hopefully as the season kind of progresses, you know, you, you hope to see Aikens bump him up in the lineup a little bit, or at least give him a little bit more complimentary players on his wing. I know I just said, I hope, I know I just kind of inferred that Dallas Aikens make a good decision. So <laughs> I know that's a little bit of an, a little bit of an oxymoron or whatever, but um, yeah. And then, and then my first star, I mean, Troy Terry. He continues to be the best player on this team so far this season. Um, just continues to tear it up, continues to prove that last year was very much not a fluke. So, yeah, first star, Troy Terry. Second star, McTavish. Third star, Colton White. Start opening that wallet, Pat. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you guys want to go next? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say um, my third star. I think I'm going to go with Gibson. Just with the last couple of games that that he's he started, I feel like he's maybe starting to get a little more comfortable, and he, hopefully he can continue this this way of playing the the way that we are at least used to in the early years, the early years of of Gibson. But see if he can continue that. Second star, I would say I'm gonna give it to Max Jones, just because he's been like doing everything but score lately, and I'm hoping that 
if he continues that, he just like starts getting, you know, the goals start pouring in for the guy. He's like all over the place all the time. He's like our little energizer bunny, little, little, little freak, but I, I, I'm going to give him the second star. Um, and then first star, I got to go Troy Terry. It's very hard to take that away from Troy Terry right now. The dude's just scoring and now he, and he's going to be a dad. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Congrats. uh, Congrats to the Terry's man. They said that they're expecting. So a boy. Troy jr. (laughs) Go ahead, Lou. Scary. Uh, Let's see. Third star Colton white. That dude's a dog. Let's go go, Lou. I I really like his, they they need to (laughs) sign him for like maybe a couple more years. Um, (laughs) Second star. John Gibson, he's been having good games lately. Nice to see. And yeah. then, obviously, first star, Troy Terry. Troy Sofer. Troy Sofer. Scarence Terrence. Terrence. <laughs> that was... That was kind of a random post from the NHL, but I'm I'm thankful yeah. that they they posted it because it's pretty funny. Like you to, like you totally you totally would have thought that that would have been something that Tyler cooked up for that yeah account, but it was the NHL. Like that was so <laughs> random. I like I thought it was funny. Yeah. Well, for my third star, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with Chris and say John Gibson just because he's. We're not getting the results, but he's at least keeping us in games a little bit more. Yes, sir. And it's kind of boiling down to the support around him just not being as great. That's leading to losses. Second star, I'm going to say Colton White because he really hasn't done anything of note to really stand out as a worse choice on an already just clusterfuck of a defense core. Mm-hmm. And like like you guys, Troy Terry at one. It's it's hard to it's hard to not have the guy that's your team's leading scorer right now. Yeah. And it is like Connor mentioned, it's hard to look past the fact that he's the real deal. And this is for real. It's not just last year was uncharacter uncharacteristically good. Like yeah. We've known Troy Terry is very good and he goes Troy in. Terry is very good. He proves shout out, it. Shout out, shout out, shout out, Jake Rudolph. <laughs> He's been proving it. Shout out to him. Yeah. It's, it's great to see. Yeah. Yeah. So Terry, Terry has, uh, he got his 10th goal last night. Team leading 10th goal. Another, yeah. uh, another, 20. another, third, another 30 goal season for, uh, for Scarence Terrence. Let's do it. He's got Let's 24 points. Look at, look, hit. At, look at, look uh... at, okay. Top three ducks in points. You got Terry at twenty four. You got Zegris at twenty, and then Henrique at twelve. Oh jeez, the drop like off. The drop off <laughs> of like the drop off of talent on. Yeah, the like dr- that tells you not, everything not you need talent, to know. Not talent. The drop off of production. Production. This team yeah. has been. I'm guessing <laughs> Fowler. Fowler's probably at four. Um, no. Let's see. Fowler, where are you, sir? Did I skip over him? <laughs> oh, I did. He's tied with... Okay, he's tied third with Henrik and Strom at 12. That's not bad. And then and then uh, McTavish is at 11. And then mm-hmm. everyone else is is in single digits. What's uh, Mason McTavish uh, points among uh, rookies? Do you know? 
Last I knew, he was like second. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he was like second or third. I don't. I, yeah, he's first right now. Is that the? Is it's it the that best? Coyotes guy. I always, I can never say his name. The uh oh, uh, that's an M. It's like Jenny's Italian gonna, sounding, right? Yeah, yeah, Jenny's gonna hate me so much, but what can you do? <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> On NHL.com, he says it's he's eleventh in uh, total points, but he's tied oh. with like five players at eleven. So. Oh. Matty Beniers is running away with the Calder. So yeah, Beniers, Matty Beniers is awesome. He's, he's very he's, good. He's gonna be a problem. I love the I I love watching that kid. I'm a Me huge too. fan. Of, I'm a huge fan of Matty Beniers. I am not a fan <laughs> of him being in our division. Nah, <laughs> that's gonna be uh. So next week we're all wearing Matty Beniers cracking jerseys. Here's <laughs> the late arrivals. Everyone's favorite Harps. podcast. Get those tarps. Okay. Well, that time, lame duck of the week. Do, do you guys want me to be controversial first and then yeah, let you guys? No, yeah. you can start first and just Uh-oh. start the fire here. Oh. I only say this because of some seasoning that he seasoning. needs to get out of some bad habits, but I got to give it to Z. <gasps> Last okay. couple games have been a little, little shaky yeah, I, with some of the decision making. Yeah. Yeah. That's but. Crazy. Yeah, that's fair. Again, I say it in a manner of he's still young. He's gonna learn what to do and what not to do. And when he's you're very reliant, when you're very reliant on him and Terry to drive ninety nine percent of the offense, sometimes yeah. you're just gonna try and do too much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's not that's not too that's really not that bad. Like that's that's fair, especially thought, with how thought, it's gone the last couple. That was... Yeah, I, th- I thought that was constructive. <laughs> was it too tame? <laughs> no, no, I thought I thought it was constructive. I didn't know what was coming, but I was planning to fall out of my chair. But we're okay. Well, Everyone's safe. To, it's good to see you still sitting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who wants to go next? Damn. Um, who are my three stars? I forget. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Gibby, <laughs> Colton White, and Terry? Yeah. yeah. Um, my link ducks is everyone excluding them. <laughs> Short. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'll give, yeah, I'll give. I'll give a Lou answer. <laughs> Everybody except my three. Everyone stars. except them. I'll just say Shattenkirk for like steamrolling Gibson. <laughs> and for our one Kevin slander of the episode. Yeah, like the yeah, Kevin actually, moment. No, I, no, I'm taking my back. Shattenkirk has just not even been close to any better forgot, since he's forgot came back from injury. He's he, he's arguably made worse mistakes since coming back. So Kevin, he, he forgot what, what sport did he was Gibby playing. hurt the other day? Was it his arm? It was probably like his a, wrist. It was probably just yeah. a stinger. Yeah, oh, okay. but Shattenkirk forgot what sport he was playing and straight yeah. up tackled Gibson. But it's okay. He's fine. He played the following night. All is all is good. Yeah. Don't well, worry, guys. We only play Dallas, Minnesota, Winnipeg, and Carolina in the next four games, so we'll be good. Yeah, dude. Those <laughs> teams Winnipeg suck. Again? Yeah. Dude, I hate when they play Winnipeg. They're so boring. <laughs> they probably well, say the same about us, honestly. Just because Lou said that, it's going to be like an 8-1, you know, like Kyle Connor five-goal game. Or it's going to be or it's going to be a, like Kings Kraken last night. 
Oh my god. We'll we'll talk that about that. Fucking we'll insane. Ta- we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, that game rocked my socks. Game of the year. One hundred percent. Out of the next game. out of the next four games, realistically, how many do we you see us winning? <laughs> oh my goodness. I think we'd have the best chances at winning tomorrow in Dallas and in, 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 in the Winnipeg game, but ugh. I'm so I'm so scared for those for the Minnesota. And <laughs> dude, the, the hurricanes are gonna. Game, dude. Oh, oh my god, the hurricanes are gonna. I'm s- nervous. Storm surge the hell out of us, kids. That's yeah. an eleven. Uh, the Wild and the Winnipeg games, <laughs> especially because they're back to back. Those have eleven seven written all over them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> written all over them. I put money on at least one of those games. Aikens goes eleven seven. We're just gonna do, we're gonna dress three goalies. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler's out there, dude. Dude, oh my god. Um, I'll, uh, I'll say Winnipeg. I'll I'll say we get the win against Winnipeg, because Dallas. Oh my god, Jason Robertson's gonna. Forge I'm us. just I'm just scared. I I'll go Winnipeg too, just to pick <laughs> one. But yeah, I think we're going one and three. <laughs> Hopefully, we can get like an OT loss in one of them. But yeah, yeah. I could see. <laughs> that's, I that's, could a t- re- that's a tough stretch of four games. Jesus. I could realistically see a one and three with Winnipeg being the game we win, but I say that they go two and two. They lose tomorrow, win the middle two, and then come home and just play flat against Carolina. Okay. okay. Yeah, I could do let's that. Just, let's just hope new duck killer Kyle Connor <laughs> spares maybe, us. Maybe he'll get sick. Come down with a little cough. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a little threat there. No, 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 none of that. You know, it's it's the winter flu season. I agree with Lou. It sounds oh, a little what? devious here. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into the rest of the week's news, and there is a lot. I looking at the rest of our notes, there is a lot of stuff to cover here. But if you'd like to continue to support us and our network, uh, if you do not already subscribe to ESPN Plus, you can go to insidetherink.com slash ESPN and sign up. Signing up helps us out, but it also helps keep the network uh, websites up and running. Uh, if you guys haven't checked it out already, we've pretty much been rolling almost every day of the week with articles coming out from our amazing team. Um you guys have probably seen at least one piece from everybody so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been losing sleep trying to finish up one myself. That will be coming out <laughs> tomorrow. Um, we got two coming out tomorrow. Writing it paragraph by paragraph in between helping customers at work today, which was a lot of fun because I was <laughs> losing my train of thought a lot. But Again, if you guys haven't already, you can check out all of our stuff over at Inside the Rink. Um, we talked a little bit about it when we first hopped on stream, but we have merch now. We sure um, do. Very generic for the time being, just with our logos on everything, but we, we do have a lot kind of planned or hopeful to, hopeful, to have come yeah. out eventually. Um mm-hmm. But, you know, you guys will hear from us on our socials on when that stuff is happening because we get very excited and talk about it immediately. Uh, Yeah, I I black out and it's all I talk about for like the next hour. So if you're, you know, on Twitter, 
earlier today. I'm terribly sorry for all the spam because yeah, I was, did black out <laughs> earlier over that. Day. Bro, I was retweeting everything. I was just, I don't remember what happened. I was not ready for merch today. I was not prepared. We didn't, yeah, we didn't even know this was going to happen. Yeah, but we do have hoodies in a variety of colors and sizes. I think, I think it goes from like extra small to 3X for the hoodies and the t shirts. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, go, go grab some stuff. What's you know, the website's name for it? The holiday season. It's uh it's on inside the rinks website, Lou. And it's just one of the tabs on the website. You when you get it, Lou. Shop. Yeah, when you get it, Lou, put it in the, the Twitch chat. All right. But yeah, um, and if you wanna, you know, I think we're gonna have two articles out tomorrow <laughs> as well as the release of this episode. <laughs> so there's gonna be a lot going on tomorrow as well. So make sure you're following us. On Twitter and Instagram at Late Arrivals Pod. Watch your toes. We're going to be dropping a lot of shit. Dropping a mm-hmm. lot of stuff. It's always dropping. We don't lift with our legs. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I love when Lou gets confused. It's the best. When you lift something heavy, Lou, you're not supposed to use a lot of your back. You're supposed oh, okay. To your, All you're legs, supposed to Lewis. Your legs. My I'm just sure to have a good day. We're teaching Lou how to work out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've never worked out a day in my life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, getting into news around the week, uh, the Devils unfortunately lost their win streak at 13 straight mm-hmm. games under what some may say are nefarious circumstances. Uh, Devils have three goals called back for goalie interference that was in nuts. one game. Yeah. And it resulted in the <laughs> fans throwing stuff on the ice. Beer. Um, yeah, apparently, apparently, Eric Halla got hit by a chicken tender. Was um, it a chicken tender? I saw Wait, people what? talking about that. Oh, my God. I saw someone get hit with a bag of stuff. Like, people were filling plastic bags of, <laughs> of things and chucking them on the ice. Like, what is your problem? You're, like, you're an adult. What are you doing? Yeah, well, we do not condone throwing stuff on the ice. It is pretty shitty. Unless to... it's a hat trick, then you can toss your hat. It's kind of shitty to have three goals all called back for goalie interference. It is. And leading into my next point, uh, Matt Murray was in net for that game, and there was a lot of controversy uh, in that game and the next one because with how big a goalie Matt Murray is, he tends to knock the net off its moorings pretty, Mm -hmm. pretty consistently, which admittedly for an NHL goalie is probably thing all of them deal with yeah um but it just so happens that two games in a row there are issues with matt murray being in net (laughs) yeah because uh, against the minnesota wild he knocked the net off three separate times and to his credit watching the replays there was one that was very egregious and like (laughs) you know he kind of was putting a little extra oomph into it to knock the net off we love oomph but the ex the other two you can't really say he was trying to do too much knocking it off um you know dean evison spoke to the media and was was pretty pretty fired up and understandably so um (laughs) you know losing and having scoring opportunities taken from you like that definitely are not things you want to happen because it is the highest level of your sport and feel like things should not happen like that. Um, yeah. 
but there was there was one that was pretty bad where it was like okay yeah he was he was kind of trying to do that but Mm -hmm. with how fast the game goes at the nhl level like fuck i knock the net off in beer league i mean i i'm also a heavy heavier guy so it's a little easier for me to knock it off because i have more weight going into a post but when you're kind of moving across the crease like that and you're driving into a post to seal it up you're naturally going to knock it a little bit yeah because you know at least at the nhl level they're able to drill into the ice and have pegs that kind of hold it a little more securely pegs are fucking irritating they do not stay in um (laughs) fuck the game i played on sunday night um at anaheim one of the pegs on the net i was in the second period i don't know if the guy just couldn't get it in like he couldn't like break the ice more to Mm -hmm. like get it set but you like barely touched the corner of the net and it came off so like shit like that just kind of happens and it seems like it's a like a big problem lately around the whole league it's not just like murray yeah, um, it. I mean, it's happened weird. in how many Ducks games this year where oh my Gibson's God. like yeah. bumped into the net and it's just gone flying off. Yeah, it just flies into the corner. <laughs> so I don't know. I I forgot who tweeted it out. It, uh, it might have been like the first name that comes to mind is Mike McKenna. I could be I could be wrong, but he tweeted something out about fixing the the pegs in the ice <laughs> for the nets. But Lou, please be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, yeah. They need to do something to you know so the nets are a little more secure, but at the same time safe for a player. Yeah, you know, a skater going into it full speed and he's not going to get killed. You know, so I at least like when Mike McKenna kind of pops in and talks about it because he at least has the experience with it. Where you get Mm -hmm. guys that are just like, oh, he's doing it because he's being a poor sport. Yeah, it's like no, he's. (laughs) <laughs> just playing the position, it just so happens that the the means that he's stuck to on the ice aren't exactly cooperating. Yeah. And part of that comes down to the crew that puts those like puts that in. Like it's it's kind of on the team too. Like it's happening on your home ice. Like yeah. Look look inward, sir. <laughs> <laughs> But on the topic of the Minnesota Wild, they traded for Ryan Reeves, which there you go <laughs> was certainly a move. Um, it was the Avs also certainly make a hockey move and sign Alex Galchenyuk off of I, his uh, PTO with the Eagles, which is kind of random, but I guess when you need to fill the void that Evan Rodriguez is leaving, being injured, yeah, you gotta find NHL talent somewhere. <laughs> I am I I like the Galchenyuk. So I, I really like him. I, it sucks that he just doesn't seem to stick anywhere, but hopefully he can work out at least for now with the Avalanche and see how it goes for the rest of the season cuz man, I really liked him on the Coyotes. And he was here twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is uh in his second stint with the Avs now. I totally forgot he played with them before. D- he did? Pretty sure he did. He did. It's a couple seasons ago, I believe. Interesting. Interesting. 
But we also had another controversy, but this time in Dallas. Um, Connor Hellebuck almost got beamed in the head with a, po- with a puck mm-hmm. after getting bumped into by Jamie Benn. And it was very interesting to see that he did like a five, six-minute interview talking about how you know the goalies should have better protection mm-hmm. based off of you know the, the confines of the rules. Because in the situation, he gets bumped and his mask comes off and he laid on the ice uh, covering his head. Yeah. And the rule is if the goalie is essentially in immediate danger, it's supposed to get whistled down. Yeah. And the controversy behind it was he laid on the ice for a good 20 seconds and the stars passed the puck like a good four times (laughs) scored and they still ruled that a good goal. Um, it feels like this is the the first of many goalie related issues we'll see this year because there's always one crazy goalie interference call that just yeah. sets Twitter on fire for <laughs> the rest of the year, and we get the same you know what is what is goalie interference you know yeah. think pieces from from everybody. But I kind of agree with this one because it's a pretty shitty rule. Like, yeah, I agree, the guy. Well. The guy's clearly in danger of getting hit in the head with yeah. you know a little rubber puck traveling you know upwards of 90 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, you're, you're not exactly going to want to hop back up and try and stop that. Yeah. And <laughs> it, he even that. said that. He was like, you know, we get that reputation of being crazy and doing anything to make a save. He's like, but I don't know of anybody that would willingly get up to try and stop that. Yeah. But it was I don't understand how the whistle didn't blow almost immediately. It was I mean, watching I mean, I mean, that clip. Need, it just needs to be a flat rule. It doesn't matter where the puck is, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if the other team has possession, it doesn't matter if there's a play going on. Goalie gets his helmet knocked off and knocked off, immediate whistle, immediate mm-hmm. stoppage of play. Like no n- no matter what. It should just be a flat rule. I don't understand. Like I I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and he even said that he was like, there's rules for the players. Like when their helmets get knocked off, they have to immediately go to the bench or pick <laughs> it up and try and get back in the play. Yeah. He's like, so why can't there be something that protects us? He's like, cause if there's a rule in place for them to stay safe, why can't we get that same you know, luxury? Yeah. yeah, exactly. But it was, I think that's the first time I've ever heard Connor Hellebuck talk. I was kind of like shocked. <laughs> I don't know if it's just because I don't really follow the Jets or maybe I just don't yeah. watch a lot of player interviews outside of our own team or the occasional one that you know goes viral for whatever reason. Yeah. But he was very well spoken. It wasn't from a place of anger. It was very kind of just like, hey, like I'm okay. I'm fine. Like I didn't get hurt. You know, my neck's a little tweak because I got bumped in like bumped into but he wasn't like motherfucking everybody saying you know change this rule now you know i could have been hurt like it was very mm-hmm. it came from a place of like hey what what are we doing here yeah but figure it out figure it out it doesn't shock me that the nhl has rules like this that are very there very are so stupid yeah. and dumb there are so many rules that just like i feel like they make it up as they go. There's too many rules like that, and it just doesn't make any sense. But that, that's just the NHL sometime. Yep. Well, over the weekend, uh, 
Kirby Doc made his return to Chicago and won the game for the Habs in the shootout and pissed off Leash fans, which was confusing, but it was another case of Toronto fans freaking out because a player did something that one of their players did before. Yeah. Um, I, I also kind of feel like it's a dumb thing to get upset about because at least Doc played in the city prior, yeah. Yeah. whereas Austin Matthews, when he did it to Patrick Kane all those years ago, was just because he liked Patrick Kane and was trying to show him up. Yeah, it, it reminded me of how people, how some people acted when Zegris scored that OT winner and tossed his stick into the crowd because Jack Hughes did it. Yeah. It reminded me of or even to the extent of people like, oh, Jason Zucker was being disrespectful to Yager. Yeah. Like shit like that. Like yeah. I, I didn't know that celebrations were trademarked. Like I yeah. get that it is kind of like not so much an unwritten thing, but you know, guys have obviously pioneered or done signature, you know, celebrations for scoring. And it kind of becomes synonymous with those guys. But it was I don't know. It was just kind of hockey Twitter encapsulated into one one night of just just bullshit. <laughs> I'd, say, yeah. I'd say I'd say it was more Leafs Twitter. True, true. But I mean, at the same time, though, like that does happen with other teams over meaningless shit. We got like three. Uh, I can't hear you. Goal celebrations in a week, so that was interesting. I can't remember the third one now, but I remember seeing three different ones in the past week. It's getting spicy out there. Everyone's got the vapors. They're <laughs> trying to piss each other off. <laughs> well, yesterday the Dallas Stars locked up Rope Hints to an eight-year contract extension. He's going to be making uh, $67.6 million over the life of that contract going through 2030-2031. Dallas isn't as bad as I think everybody thought they were going to be. I know we kind of said they were going to either be like a middle of the pack to a maybe missing the playoff kind of team, but mm-hmm. they're, they're looking good. They're, yeah, no, they're uh, looking they're looking very good, and Rupe Hintz and Jason Robinson are a massive, massive part of that. I mean, looking at like I, I saw a tweet yesterday that was like they have a bunch of guys that are like just entering like their prime years all locked up. Yeah. Upwards of at least six years. I think the shortest contract of the th- of the like four that were in the tweet was Ottinger's at like six years or something like that. Yeah. It one of them was at six years, but it's like the youngest guy of the bunch was 21. <laughs> yeah. Like that's they're they're gonna be a good team. Like they're gonna kind of probably go through that transitionary period when Sagan and Ben are close to being done, where someone else is gonna take the reins. But I mean, they're kind of that team right now that has a good mix of the veterans pitching in. Um, I kind of forgot Yanni Hockenpah was on their team until yeah, so I saw I. highlights <laughs> from the other night. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it makes uh, tomorrow night's game even even scarier because yep. can't wait. Yeah, it's not going to be great, when, dude. When we hype up these teams and stuff, it it just makes us feel a little, <laughs> a little, a little worse about ourselves. I love I love Robertson so much, and he I just know he's going to hurt me tomorrow. It's going to be so bad. 
He's gonna hurt all of us, Chris. Yeah, all of gotta us, hear that. Every horrible, one of us. Gotta hear that horrible Dallas Stars goal song where it says a dude <laughs> screaming the team's name over and over again. Yeah, their goal song's ass. <laughs> is it is it worse than Nashville's though? I would say it's better than Nashville's because at than least it? at least the tail end of it with the music's yeah, like, enjoyable. Yeah, the music. Yeah, the music's kind of cool with it. At least with Nashville, I will give them credit. They embrace being corny. <laughs> so they really do. Did you Salute. guys know that? Did you guys know that Pantera wrote and recorded the Dallas Stars goal song back in like the early 2000s? Did they really? Back in like 99. I knew it was a metal band. Yep. I didn't know yep. it was them. That was it done was that long Pan- ago too. That was done by Pantera. Yeah. Nice. Because they were noted Stars fans. Yeah, they're from Texas. Yucky. Fun fact of the day. Your lap <laughs> fact of the day. See, you there do you learn something here. We're not See, just yes. dumb. <laughs> yeah, Johnny in the chat says, at least it's not the King's goal horn. Yeah, that, that is that, pretty aggressive. That is a very good Fair. point. <laughs> yeah, the Fair King's goal horn is pretty, pretty aggressive. Well, Lou is going to like this last tad bit of uh, of news here, but uh, Ovechkin last night ties and then, then passes Wayne Gretzky for most road, road goals in NHL history, and it oh, begs the question. Um, I saw a tweet today that said this. Uh, just how good was Gretzky scoring at home because Ovechkin's still like 100 goals behind him? <laughs> yeah, and he's somehow the leader all time of road goals now. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome, though. Man. My favorite, my favorite part of that. I mean, I mean, I mean, so great to see Ovechkin break or gets break a Gretzky record, you know. But my favorite was seeing people comment in the comments underneath the goal. They were like, "Yeah, that's great," but I really, I really wish he could have done that in front of his home fans. It's like, <laughs> no, the <laughs> the record is road goals. Yeah, <laughs> read please. <laughs> Can you break the record for road goals at home, please? <laughs> Maybe if they wear the road jerseys, does that count? <laughs> Tarps. Sorry. I don't think. Did you hear him, Lou? Are you just ignoring I, I him? Heard, I, I no, just, I think he was going to say jersey. That's why I, I said just, tarps really quick. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just sitting here. <laughs> well, thankfully, uh, doesn't seem like he'll be breaking any records against us anytime soon. So. At least we won't be the the poster boys for uh, the next Ovechkin milestone. Yeah, but it's like, like you guys said, it's cool to see Ovechkin slowly yeah. creeping up. I know our prediction of you know maybe he's a couple seasons away if he keeps scoring at the pace he does is ringing a little true. He's yeah. he's still got it as old as he is, which it's, it's always so good fun. to see because you hate so when guys that are getting up there in age start to slowly decline and fall off. Yeah, he's just but built different, you know. He's I honestly think the record's what's pushing him, and it's gonna probably oh, push him until sure. he retires. Yeah, like, definitely. He doesn't seem like the guy that's gonna be like, eh, "I'm almost there. It's okay." He's like five <laughs> goals away from Gretzky. He's like, mm, kind of tired. Yeah, yeah. No, he's if he gets in distance, like he's gonna be the one that's like, "No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play another season." Like he's gonna, he's gonna do it until he does. Yeah, it, so. he's, he's gonna, gonna f- one. He'd be the one to break it by one goal and then retire like the next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hope he does. I genuinely hope he breaks it. Yeah, that'd be awesome to see. Like, you're never going to see that. Probably, yeah. probably never going to see it again. Probably the most like, un- I mean, besides the points record, probably the most like unthinkable record to break. Yeah. The points, right? I mean, 
nobody's touching the Gretzky points record, but the goals record, it's within reach. It's within reach. Why we, why, sorry, why why is there milk talk? <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, was just I saw say, Savannah's yeah. comment earlier. She's like, I'm going to throw my glass of milk at Kevin. I saw Schreiber. that and I, I ignored it. I straight, milk's gross. Okay, unless, unless it's chocolate milk, because I do, I do still drink chocolate milk. I cannot tell you, 25 years old, I cannot tell you the last time I drank a straight glass of white milk. Same. Like, same. like just poured myself a glass of milk and drank it. Yeah, I can't same. do it, dude. I just, I literally cannot, like, I, I will use milk for cereal. I'll use it, like, in coffee and other yep. things. Straight milk? I, yeah, I don't know. But I, even, I, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, even then, like, it's not, like, for me, it's always, like, coconut milk or almond milk. It's not, I like, love almond milk and yeah. coconut milk. Coconut and milk in my cereal. Woo. Woo. <laughs> I can't. Scott, I can't do just. Scott. Can't. Scott says he's gonna drink milk right now just to stun on us. Oh, well, at right, least dude. we don't have to see it. Right, ha- Honda Center milk reminds me of those memes of like the God, the picture of the the hospital bed and the the heart rate monitor and it says don't <laughs> don't eat the shrimp at the Toyota thon or shit like that. Yeah. I don't know. Going going to a hockey arena and drinking milk just yeah, I'm uh, drinking milk from fucking Honda Center. <laughs> I mean, half the time the food's barely, barely edible. I don't trust refri- refrigeration. Oh, dude, they overcooked the shit out of my chicken nuggets the other day. Or chicken strips. <laughs> it was freaking gross. <laughs> Strawberry that was milk? a Thursday game. Strawberry milk, I can do. I mean, the fact that sometimes the concessions at Honda Center somehow fuck up something as easy as a pretzel, <laughs> that kind of scares me. But Just your burnt duck's pretzel. The food trucks are good, Savannah. We'll we'll give you that. I haven't I haven't been able to enjoy the food trucks yet. So when I'm next next what time we're out there. Happens to food trucks? Well, the last time we brought this up, yeah, I was but... gonna say the last time we brought it up, we said the cookies, and you were you were like, "What?" Yeah, I you were they, blown I, away I, by I've cookies. Seen that, but <laughs> I'm not gonna eat that truck. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, lastly, before we get into the tail end of the episode here, we had our first lap game of the week that we, we covered uh, last week, and it was between the Devils and Rangers, and it was a pretty good choice of game, I'd say. It was. It was a lot of fun. The Devils wind up beating the Rangers, uh, what, 5-3? to 5-3, five to yeah. And there were four our, goals in our the first Devils, period. <laughs> our Devils keep rolling. That was that Jack was a lot Hughes of fun. Is a dog. Jack Hughes, yeah, dude. Known uh, known known side hoe team of uh of the later rivals pod, the New Jersey Devils. Shout out, <laughs> uh, shout out, uh, Dave and Jason. Yeah, shout out to them. Devils my are president. a lot of fun. Uh, Devils are a lot of fun to watch. Um, shout out to my president. Yeah. <laughs> president well, Dave. We already have uh this week's poll up. Uh, I know it was a little hard for us to choose games i was winning i was uh not remembering the time frame i was supposed to be looking (laughs) so i picked a game that was happening tonight um no it was tomorrow oh is it tomorrow's well yeah thursday if people are just only listening to this then it would be tonight true true so thursday's game we only do we do fridays through mondays just so we can kind of give the poll to like a decent amount of time to have some votes but yeah, 
And like of all the games I chose, I was like, yeah, this one, that seems fine. And you're like, uh, <laughs> can you pick another day? <laughs> Try again. <laughs> if you haven't already, uh, go vote in the poll that we have up from last night. Essentially, just voting for a game for us to cover over the next. I will re-retweet it. Yeah. Well, game be- anytime between Friday and Monday. Um, yeah, we got we got two Saturday games on the poll right now. One is Abs Bruins. I think that was Connor's pick, right? Fine. Uh, Panthers Kraken also on Saturday, and then we got two Monday games that we have on there: Knights Bruins and then Capitals Oilers, which is getting absolutely no love. Nobody wants to watch <laughs> the Capitals and Oilers. That's okay. That's okay. But yeah, you have, but yeah. you have until tomorrow night to vote in that. So good, do it if you haven't. Bit of a. Uh... A bit of update from Savannah Lucas Dostal. A casual 49 saves and a 3-1 to one loss. Jesus he Christ. He, he probably didn't even sweat. I don't think... The goals are not very good, but Lucas Dostal is pretty good. So, that is for sure. Hopefully, hopefully we see him up soon. Hopefully. But yeah, the... um, I was going to say the Devils game. Okay, when I... When the game first started, I was like getting dinner. So, I wasn't paying attention right away. And I already missed three goals. <laughs> Like it was absolutely <laughs> bananas. So I'm like, okay, this is just a wonderful game to choose. Now I'm just like in on my phone trying to get all these highlights. But <laughs> shout out hey, to Hockey Daily. Yeah, I was going to say, shout out our pal. <laughs> shout out our pal. But yeah, uh, Rangers look good early, man. They went up to nothing like so fast. <laughs> this is ridiculous. But um, I'm really enjoying Devils uh, Rangers games. They are so much fun. Well, it also helps that the Devils are pretty good again yeah and like the games have a little more meaning yeah kind of feel like we'll get back to that point when when the ducks are good again where like king's ducks will be fun to watch again and not just a sad depressive display where we're all sitting back going remember the good old days (laughs) but we're all again you have it soft cracker We're all old, Lou. No teeth. Eating a okay. soft cracker. But again, if you right. haven't already, go ahead and vote in that poll, and uh, we'll have the results tomorrow. And good idea what we'll be covering for the weekend. Probably, yeah. uh, probably Avs Bruins at this point. It's it's looking good. <laughs> I win once again. <laughs> well, getting into our JD topic of the week. I don't know if we did this one, but I figured it was a good time to ask just because or to put this in the episode because kind of with uh, Verbeek's comments yesterday on on the beaker. But what are our thoughts on the young talent currently that is on the team? I kind of feel this is a little more open ended just because we do have some younger guys playing, you know, like your Colton Whites, uh, obviously Mason, Trevor and Jamie before he died. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean i mean you know i think i think the young talent on the team is is about where we thought they were going to be you know it doesn't look like trevor zegris is having any sort of soft any sort of sophomore slump um, not at all not at all i mean if you want to count troy terry as one of the young guys i mean you know we kind of touched it we kind of touched on it earlier that you know he's still tearing it up um you know mctavish when he's getting his proper opportunities is looking solid um you know yeah we touched on colton white looking good too um yeah, you know, I mean, I know there's it's weird because there is young talent on this team, but then you look at the roster and there's not like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, 
I've been enjoying it. Yeah, um, it's been it's been fun to watch. It's fun to see the kids kind of do their thing. Like I just I can't get enough of Zegras and McTavish on the power play. Like I brought it up before. Like I just can't. Like they're so much fun to watch. Like just Zegras feeding McTavish. I'm pretty sure we talked about like we couldn't wait for this day to come when we drafted him. We were literally talking about Zegras feeding him on the power play, and we're in it, kids. These are the days. Yeah, the the power play goal the other night had me breathing kind of heavy. Right. I wasn't I wasn't well. I had to get a paper bag and everything. Yeah, I mean, ever ever since they moved Zegers <laughs> to his strong side on the power play and allow him to be a little bit more of the distributor, and then having McTavish on his offhand for the one timer, it's been the power plays looked a lot better. It's been so sick. It's looked a lot better. Yeah, the clip of McTavish winking after that goal too was <laughs> was yeah. I think the I think that was the like we made it kind of moment because like Chris said we we've been talking about the two of them playing together for for a yeah. hot minute before so. this podcast was even a thing. To to see it, you know, result in a goal after all these months of talking about it, it's yeah. it's pretty nice. It's a pretty that good whole, feeling. Yeah, that whole moment, so cute, so cute. Do you have any thoughts, Lou? Um, what do I say? What do you say? <laughs> in that video, say the line, Earl. Get the gas. <laughs> oh, what do uh... I say? Happy times in Ducklander. Yeah, 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 yeah. What he Are said. we sure it's happy what right he now? Said. Well, I mean, well, exciting. So no, exciting times in Duckland. Yeah, happy if you're looking. Exciting times if you're looking towards the future. Yeah, the short term, it's a little painful. But yeah, if you're right here right now, you're probably a little sad, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. It's like that's it's like it's like just because it's fresh on my mind. It's like getting through the pain of getting a tattoo. <laughs> in the middle, it sucks. It doesn't feel good. But then in the end, you're like, okay, cool. I have this new cool artwork. So it's kind of like, you know. Connor is a canvas. <laughs> yeah, uh, I saw Cecilia's reaction after, like, almost instantaneous after I posted that Savannah, and it was, it was pretty hilarious. Oh, the... um, The gif of McTavish. Gif of McTavish, yeah. I'm sure she... uh. I'm sure she wasn't well. I can I can imagine. Having a toilet, she probably had a totally normal one. <laughs> normal time. No yep. no reaction whatsoever. Suggesting yeah. Cecilia is normal. <laughs> Are we sure? Savannah? <laughs> Confirm or deny? Yeah, well, we wait for an answer on that. We'll uh, get into our <laughs> Hockey 365 She's, topic of the week. She says no comment, so I think that tells us everything. <laughs> on to Hockey 365. What does he got for us today? He asks us this week, how much do you believe in the American Thanksgiving rule for NHL playoff teams? And essentially the article he linked to us is just saying teams that are in a good playoff position around the Thanksgiving break uh, Mm -hmm. tend to be poised for a better spot or a spot in general in the playoffs, whereas teams that are struggling either need to pick it up or usually wind up kind of on the cusp of the playoffs when things are said and done. Well, does it have the percentage in there in that article? I believe that make it. I believe it does. I'll pull that up while you guys talk about it. All right, yeah, I, think, I think I think I think it's a decent like starting point mm-hmm. to start gauging teams and start kind of looking into into who may be making the playoffs. You know, I think I think 
the American Thanksgiving rule, I think, is more for the teams that everybody kind of thought were going to make the playoffs. And so, you know, if they're in a good position, like everybody thought they were going to be by American Thanksgiving, then it's probably just easier to say, okay, yeah, then, yeah, these are going to be definitely playoff teams like we thought, like these guys are looking good. And then, yeah, you know, American Thanksgiving puts you at about 20 games in, right? Yeah. And I think that, I think 20 games is a good benchmark to start making like some kind of, you know, some kind of some sort of some solidified opinions on any individual team on how they're playing on how you think that their season is going to go and how it's gone so far, Um, you know, start not, not making like all the claims in the world or, or, you know, fully predicting how the rest of the season is going to, is going to unfold because you still have about two thirds of the season left. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I think it's a good starting point to start kind of having conversations about playoff teams, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't fully agree with like everyone just acting like the American Thanksgiving standings are our are final. <laughs> yeah, and that's how it's going to be. Like just because there's still like fifty sixty games left to go, and yeah, literally yeah. anything could happen. Yeah, and the Ducks can keep that. losing, and we have the worst record of all time and set yeah. a record for worst record of all time. We, we could, could first we could somehow god knows how the fuck this would happen yeah turn it around and push for the walk i don't know no one knows what's gonna happen right <laughs> but you know it's it's a good kind of benchmark to start having some light conversations but it's nothing where i'm gonna like start you know sticking my claims in the ground and being like no this is what's gonna happen this team is 100 this you know yeah so so the statistics from this article from Mike Johnston back in November of 2021 were between the 2013 and the 2017-18 season, 62 of 80 teams in a playoff spot. The U.S. Thanksgiving wound up qualifying for a playoff spot, which works yeah. out to about 77%. Okay, yeah. Um, looking I was at- thinking 80. I thought it was 80, but yeah, it's pretty close. So that's yeah. that's a pretty high number. It's a, it's That's what I mean. It's like it's a nice spot to be in if you're one of those teams. Just yeah. because the the numbers are there, the the history is there of you know that trend. Well, and for reference, that was the season that got shortened by COVID, where they mm-hmm. did the bubble play in. So about the time of Thanksgiving in the Atlantic, you had Florida, Toronto, and Tampa as your top teams, Carolina, Washington, and the Rangers as your three in the Metro, with the Penguins and the Blue Jackets all uh in the wild card um it's let's see buffalo new jersey ottawa and detroit were all kind of out of the race by that point so they weren't uh brought into the bubble of course Mm -hmm. looking at the west is kind of a kick in the dick because <laughs> in the central in the central you have minnesota st louis winnipeg were your top three and in the pacific you had calgary edmonton and vegas with the ducks and the avs on the cusp in the wild card and of mm. course all three california teams that year did not make the play-in because things went very south yes. and makes me sad looking at it but, you know yeah it's it's pretty sad um but yeah, I think it's like like Connor was saying, it's a good starting point, you know, just to kind of if you're Gage that team, where everybody's at. Yeah, if if you're that team in a in a playoff spot, you know, you're kind of from the statistics of it, you're looking good 
to end the season, possibly in a spot or fighting for a spot. And when you're not that team, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it is what it is. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, I do feel like you want to be that team that's in a playoff spot at Thanksgiving. I feel like every team that, that is going for it this year or that, or the year of whatever year it is, the team that's going for it. I always feel like they always want to be in a spot by Thanksgiving. That's kind of like a, like a stepping stone during yeah. the season for a lot of, yeah. it seems it at least for me. So, I mean, I, it seems important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, All gone? right. He's gone. <laughs> well, he, he, he at least texted us that he was going to disappear. So, oh, okay. Missed it. This was a planned Lou disappearance. But while we wait for Lou to get back, we will uh, get into our questions for the week. Um, I don't know if I want to ask this one while he's here because I kind of want him to be here just to hear what he says. Which one's that? Uh, one of the ones in the Discord talking about uh, being forced to eat a certain candy. I feel like that has... We already, we already know his answer. He, does, he doesn't like sweets. I know, but Lou always comes up with something. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, while we wait for Lewis to come back, does anybody in the Twitch chat, Twitch chat have a question? Sorry, I'm fumble fucking my words here a little bit. Here's one in the last Discord minute, that I guess uh, we could. Uh, how many NHL teams have you watched in person from Olivia? I think. What was the question? How many NHL teams have you watched in person? Because I mean, at least for Lou, he probably has seen every team by now. Yeah, I've seen I've seen all of them. You have? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I've seen I think I've seen everyone but oh damn, I might have seen everyone. Yeah, I think I've seen all teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've seen everybody. The only one I have trouble remembering seeing, I think, was like Columbus. I know I've seen them play, but I just kind of feel like that uh, kind of feel like that game probably was just a blur. I want to say like I'm I feel like I haven't seen Montreal though. But I don't know. I've seen most. If I haven't seen them all, I've seen most. Oh, there's Lou, he's back. <laughs> Well, we were going to wait till you came back because we wanted to see your reaction for this one, Blue. Is that okay? Oh, fuck. What now? <laughs> well, uh, Faith or F Seal from the Discord asks us, would you rather be forced to eat candy corn or peeps for the rest of your life anytime you want something sweet? Oh, God. My vote is peeps because I like marshmallow and candy corn is just dog shit. Yeah, I feel marshmallow is yeah. a little... A little more tolerable than yeah. candy corn. I, I would only take like a bite, you know. Yeah, like it's I'll light. Go, I like yeah. marshmallows, but yeah, peeps. Yeah, I'll go marshmallows. I'll I'll do the peeps. You know, you can put them in your hot cocoa. Okay. <laughs> oh, Chris, that, yeah. that didn't that, cool. that didn't get Good the uh, that didn't get the reaction I was expecting. So now I kind of oh. feel dumb waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Heather says, "Heather says, who is winning the Super Bowl? Bills. Go yeah, Bills. I think I gotta go Bills." Oh, Bill. <laughs> well, it's not going to be the Raiders, I'll tell you that. It's going to be the Buffalo Bills, and the city of Buffalo will be burned to the ground. In a good way, though. In, in a, in a good <laughs> way. 
Savannah says ugliest player in the league, and why is it Austin Matthews? You mean so no, that's a that's that's a that little so mean. It's a little mean. So mean. I say nobody. Everybody's handsome in their own way. They're all very good looking in my eyes. They're all winners in my book. As our good pal Robinson would say, they all have their looks. They all have their looks. Got their looks. Get out, Robinson. <laughs> there was well, one question I wanted to answer, and now I can't find it. Um, Nick Rich. Nick Richie's look good looking. Stop. No. Nope. Anyway, <laughs> Nick Richie. Yeah, he's got his looks. We already said this. Everyone, everyone's good looking. They're all good looking dudes. Shout out, Nick slapping Richie. around that rubber. Uh, this is the one. This is this is the one I wanted. Also okay. from Olivia. Rate these sauces. Did we do no. that already? No, we didn't. No, no, we did not. Because that was we kind did. of on our uh, food take hiatus <laughs> period, where we were okay. like, okay, maybe maybe we got to scale it back. Well, but we'll we'll answer it now. We're back. So when you say okay, so before you go, when you say rate, like, are we rating each one individually, or are we ranking them? I think, think we're gonna rank best to worst. Yeah, right. the best to worst. Okay. Okay. So cane sauce. Cane sauce. Freddy's fry sauce. Chick-fil-A sauce. sauce. Whataburger spicy ketchup. And In-N-Out burger spread. Well, I've never had Whataburger. Oh. <laughs> so I, I'm only... Just put it last. Food. Yeah. Um, Freddy's is probably last for me just because I've never <gasps> had Freddy's. Oh, okay. Never okay. Had I thought that. you had it and you were going to... I got it. <laughs> Well, okay, wait, okay, wait. So, Freddy's, Chick Fil A, Canes, and then In and Out spread. Yeah, I'll In and Out spread. I'll go In and Out spread last. Like it's good, but like it's not like knock your socks off kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I gotta go Freddy's. I think third. Okay. And then I'll go Cane sauce second, Chick Fil A sauce first. Okay, Lou, you want to go? Uh, I feel I've like this had, was made for you. I've never had just... Freddy's or Whataburger, so I, I miss about you. Freddy's is something I miss about going to college in the Midwest. Um, I used to fuck up Freddy's. And this is a hard one. <laughs> All the time. I'm gonna say Chick Fil A sauce third. Wait, you're Cane starting sauce. at third? That was random. Well, because he, he hasn't had the other second, two. Okay, okay. And in and out spread one. No, I'm gonna um, flip flop. Uh, King sauce number one, in and out two. Hmm. I feel awesome. like I'm gonna say Whataburger spicy ketchup for just because I have had Whataburger once, and then I'd put In and Out spread because Alley Cats in the chat does bring up a good point. It's pretty much just Thousand Island. It, yeah. Well, tell yeah. well tell us, Jake. Tell the tell the uh, tell the SoCal listeners. Was Whataburger overrated? <laughs> I mean, it was hard to tell because I was also very tired after playing hockey, so I just kind of was eating it to eat it. But yeah, it wasn't anything special. I'll be it real not, with you. It was not but, better than that, was it? But the Dr. Pepper shake was fucking incredible. Okay, there you go. Oh, that does sound good. Yeah, but I'll be real with you. What a burger is poop. It's not better than In-N-Out. No, no it's no trash. But you can't no compare the two. They're not, they're not similar. True. Yeah. You yeah. can. This is America. 
I tried to have it. I tried to have it for the first time in the Dallas airport this past August when I was because uh, I had a labor in Dallas and I was going to see my family in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, I I didn't have enough time. The line was out the door, and I had like twenty minutes, and I'm like, yeah, this is not going to happen. So I almost I almost did a live airport Whataburger review, but <laughs> wasn't in the cards. Rats. Yeah. So spicy ketchup, then spread, and then I'm gonna say cane sauce too or no i'll say chick-fil-a too and then canes one because i feel like it's very dependent on the sauce from chick-fil-a if we're talking just like normal chick-fil-a sauce like i could do without normal chick-fil-a sauce Mm -hmm. but it's also because i only get polynesian sauce at chick-fil-a okay but if we were to do a broader spectrum of chick-fil-a sauces then that'd be one because i'd put polynesian at one i don't like chick-fil-a fries Oh my goodness! They're like they're like never like salty. That's my only gripe. I still really like them. They're still really good, but that's my only gripe, Lou. I do agree. They do they're, need a little. Bit they're more just salt. like fucking there. Yeah, Lou needs more salt. And I feel my arteries ratio. pulse. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Faith also asked us in the podcast questions on our Discord. Uh, least favorite holiday. Least um. Mm. I'm gonna say Easter. I was about to say Easter's pretty lame, and it's not that it's not yeah, Easter's kind of fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like just a random holiday for the sake of having a day off. Like I understand the religious implications of it, like but I don't have to get into that. But out of all of like the major holidays, Easter's like the one where it's like unless you're practicing. The religions that celebrate it there's not really much to do outside of just eat you know right but everything's over at like 2 p.m like it's like the shortest holiday of the year. like <laughs> they yeah. couldn't do anything at night you know like, <laughs> man i did used to have fun easter egg coloring that was fun but that I mean, yeah. yeah yeah it's different when you're a kid yeah, yeah like you're a child you're having yeah you fun think being a, a child you think an actual <laughs> bunny's coming in oh, and giving no you actually my vote worst holiday valentine's day that's a hallmark holiday that's not even an actual thing and it's bullshit this man has his heart broken over here <laughs> no i'm just kidding I, I totally a, that's, agree. A, that's a chris that's a that's a bonus episode yeah, I agree. I, I agree. <laughs> no i totally agree with you connor um, it's stupid yeah it's pretty dumb it's it's a it's a dumb holiday. i was uh, oh okay sorry i was watching the the, the hockey game and it's over and now the hulk is on <laughs> All right. The bad one. Like 2003. Do I uh, unleash my Christmas tape? Oh, well, you, you already you already opened that. You got the genies uh, out of the bottle. Allie, you got to say it now. Allie, no, I, don't do really, I don't really have a take. I just wanted like to see what you take. I don't care for peeps, but the question was. I like them. Peeps or candy corn, and candy corn is the worst thing. I don't want to eat wax. I'd rather eat a marshmallow. I mean, I'm certainly not sitting there like eating a whole package Did of peeps. Did you say you don't want to eat wax? One or two. Dude, candy that's corn is candy, wax. Basically, what candy corn is, Luke, candle wax. It's wax. Oh, it sucks. Okay. It's terrible. Well, if you guys <laughs> have any last-minute questions, go ahead and put them in the Twitch chat. Um, we totally skipped over talking about the King's Kraken from last night. It was balls-to-the-wall fun, especially when you don't have – when your team's not involved. It was great. It felt I was like. Curious. I was cheering for a 10-piece, man. I wanted so to see a 10-piece. I. I was so disappointed. So was I. What is harvest corn? It, 
That's the no um, one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> harvest corn. I'm reading. Stop. Stop making up things. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, the um, I feel like the crack in King's game. Like there was a goal like every four minutes for the longest time until the third period started. I gotta say, I feel bad. I feel bad for Cal Peterson because he wasn't even the starting too. goalie, and he's the one that gets like shamed to yeah, the public I'm... today. Yeah. Poor guy got put on waivers. Poor one out for Cal before we go to <laughs> bed tonight. Shut out, Cal. Heather's very upset that we did not know that harvest corn is chocolate candy corn. Oh, it's chocolate candy corn. That sounds okay. even worse. Yeah, I don't want like chocolate that. wax either. I'm still having the marshmallows. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, Savannah asked uh, for our score predictions for the game tomorrow, like <sighs> we tend to do, and does yeah. our boy Pavel slot in? God, I hope. We're gonna Justice be positive. For my boy, man. We're gonna we're Justice gonna end this. My boy. Let's end this on a positive, not for um, the game, but for Regenda. <laughs> I'm gonna back continue, in the lineup. I, I'm gonna continue doing my thing where I just give the score and I don't give a winner because I'm scared. Um, I will say final score. Th- oh, three one. Three one. Okay. Final score three one. <clears throat> I'm gonna say five four Dallas. Five oh. four. Are we playing tomorrow? Dallas. Oh, okay. 5-4 um, <laughs> Ducks. 5-4 Ducks. Okay, oh, I'm just going to go. It just has to be different. <laughs> I'm just going to say the first. Well, I'm not a coward. I always say the Ducks. <laughs> I'm going to say win, the first so. score that came to mind and just roll with it. I don't know who wins it, but it's 5-2. Yep. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm waiting for like Lou to comment again. This is no. so quiet for like no <laughs> oh, were you like, talking? What did I say? No, I was waiting just... for a shout out shout, shout out score predictions. Shout out score <laughs> predictions. It's silence. I was like, wait, is five two ridiculous? Like what I say. Jesus. No, I was just listening, man. High scoring in this like, economy. Am I some sort of sick joke to you. <laughs> Tell you what, though, the In and Out burger I had today was pretty darn good. I just wanted to throw that out there. I hey, made Luke, Chipotle. I made Chipotle marinade chicken tacos. I Ooh. had a uh, subway delivered to my house because I got that last week before the pod, and it, it slapped. What'd Luke, you get, Lou? Can you do me a favor? I don't think he heard you, Louis. Can you do me a favor, mm-hmm. old man, Lou? Can you get the uh the link up for the the merch one more time? Because when we close out here, you got a dollar. Uh, I don't carry cash on me. I'm sorry. All right. You on. take do you take Apple Pay? <laughs> no. <laughs> you sure? I don't even know what the fuck Apple Pay is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. Well, close this out, Chris. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Like usual, this one was also a little weird, but what can you do? Uh, make sure you're following us at Late Arrivals Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, like we said, we have merch now. We have a t-shirt and uh, a hoodie. So if you need some Christmas gifts, go snag those up on uh, the Inside the Rink shop website. Uh, 
it is shared there by Lewis in the chat. Um, You're welcome. It's been shared plenty on our Twitter and our Instagram, so it's going to be very hard to miss. So keep up to date with all of our stuff there. We're going to, we have like, I think we've already had three articles posted this week. We're going to have like another two tomorrow along with this episode. So it's going to be busy. But yeah, follow us um, if you made it this far <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> uh, thank you. And uh, leave us a rating and a review wherever you consume this podcast. Did I miss anything? And a really quick, really quick shout out before we go. I want to give a quick shout out to uh, our friends, Aaron and Shelby over yes. at uh, She Talks Hockey. Um, they had Chris and I on uh, two nights ago uh, to record their first ever bonus episode. And yeah, that was a lot of fun getting to talk to them. We just kind of shot the shit for an hour with them. Just yeah. kind of talked about, talked about hockey, talked about how we got into the game. Um, it was a, it was a really good time. They have, they have a great show over there. Um, dude the super best. nice and chill we were we were mm-hmm. joking around with them that that it's uh it's like the perfect podcast to listen to like in the morning when you're just it really like, is yeah having coffee super chill super low-key um and it's really good for them or uh no i'm sorry it's it's really good to see them you know kind of advocate for more for more women in the game which is something which is something that we need to see so um yeah, go follow uh, go follow them at uh, She Talks Hockey. Um, I think they said that our episode with them is dropping on Monday. I think I think I it's think Monday, yeah, like Sunday or Monday. So yeah, be on the lookout for that. Go give them a follow. Go check them out. Yeah, follow them on uh, Twitter and Instagram. It's She Talks Hockey Podcast, and I think the hockey part in their at is like H C K Y. It's not full the full hockey word, but um, so go follow them. They have like honestly, I would say they have the best Ducks podcast. It's so relaxing. They're they have like the most calming voices. Like, it's so nice to listen to. Like, you can just hang out and just listen to them. And it's like, because, you know, everyone else is yelling about this team and they're just like so calm. <laughs> and it's like, it's so nice. They're um, like, I, they're just like, welcome to the lunch hour. Yeah. This is, uh... <laughs> it's so and nice, dude. Us, it's two hours of screaming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's just, just 45 minutes of like the most relaxing conversation yeah it's just your life. It, yeah i don't even know how to explain it but like like connor said you can just like wake up in the morning like the early morning put on their podcast and like have some coffee and you're just like in zen mode like it's so nice um please go check them out if you haven't already there i think i know they're dropping an episode tomorrow and i think it's their seventh or eighth episode so if you haven't listened go check them out because they're all awesome. she talks hockey Shout out to them. They're the best. Yep. I just I just put their uh, I just put their Twitter ad in the chat too. There you go. So well, that is it from us. Uh we will be back Sunday. Yeah, we got a special guest coming. Hockey may, Twitter will know. Hockey tw- Twitter will know. We may have uh maybe that'll be like a bonus episode for us. Yeah. To since we'll we'll be really close to uh releases, you know, a couple of days apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. And- and especially just because, like, I was looking at the calendar, like, literally, like, like in the next 10 or 12 days, there's, like, eight games. <laughs> yeah. So there will be a lot to cover. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe maybe that could be, like, a little bonus episode. And then, yeah, I don't I don't think I can even make to that one. So, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe you guys bring uh, bring Jack or Patrick back on. or Yeah. Well, if yeah. one, of them, if one yeah. of them is available, yeah, they can yeah. for sure. But again, we uh, appreciate your guys' support. Thank you for uh, coming out. We, uh, we'll see you Sunday. See you Sunday. See ya. Bye. Bill Super Bowl.
I'm so hungry, dude. <laughs>